Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Paul. And we're going to challenge you to transform your financial future through the principles of the most profitable business in the world, banking. We believe everyone should be involved in two businesses, the business that you're in and the banking business. Everyday people can replicate what bankers have been doing for centuries to leverage capital and build wealth through private lending. Join us as we uncover the truths about money, expose lies and myths, and flip conventional financial advice on its head. Here we go. All right, we're back. Episode 101, triple digits. And now we get to to start the count over again. Right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. We had a great call last week. Great episode. and, And this week um we're talking to the same folks everybody so i hope you enjoyed that last one uh, the next one is uh, going to cover a few different things what do we cover in this episode paul yeah so i think you know i think we get into a little bit of kind of the mindset switch that goes that kind of comes with the territory when you start practicing ibc the light bulb goes off on hey i don't all the things i've been doing in the past financially i've been whether it's 401ks or IRAs, or I've been doing this multi-level marketing thing over here or this mark, you know, or this thing over there, nothing seemed to be working toward, I wasn't getting toward any type of right. goal that we had set out for ourselves. Um, we talk about simplification, I think, yeah. um, in this piece as well, where this IBC really, the process and putting our money into dividend, paying a whole life insurance, it simplifies our lives. Like it is a, extremely comfortable way to just operate your financial life, um, which touches every other aspect of your life. Um, so anyway, I, you know, it was nice to hear, and, and, and these clients folks are from all walks of life. You know, we have blue collar folks, we have entrepreneurs, we have people that are combination. Um, so, uh, you know, white collar as well. Um, so just, yeah, yeah, doctor, you know, just, all at kind of different stages, but all at the similar stage of their IBC journey. They're at the beginning. Yeah. What, what I really like from this episode that you guys will, are about to listen to is that, you know, some people say how you do anything is how you do everything. And I don't, I don't know if I fully believe that, but I think it, it, it actually rung true when talking and having this discussion about how you control your capital, like how you do your financial life bleeds over into other areas of your life and that be, that that starts to turn into how you do other parts of your life and we talked that about that specifically about control control your capital that leads over into actually taking control of other parts of your life that maybe you you had abdicated or didn't even think about taking control of but you know you, you start learning that and you understand man there's a lot more I can do yeah i think it just adds to the overall you know a per, you know, someone's personal precision in everything they do. You know, I'm, I'm laser focused on now this, you know, when we had uh, the Waller say capitalizing, they're right. laser focused on that. And that's, that is doing something as you've, as I've said many times on this podcast, Absolutely. capital, cap, capitalizing policies is doing something and it is productive and we should feel proud that we're doing we're doing that because it's going to pay, literally pay dividends in the future. <laughs> nice one. Thank pun you. intended. So, all pun right. In, well, pun intended. Let's uh, 
let's stop. When in Rome. (laughs) It doesn't really make sense here. (laughs) Um, Let's, uh, you know, okay, quick story. You you know how kids these these days say, imagine. They're like, imagine having to go to work. And so (laughs) Hannah and I were saying that to the kids today. And they were like, that doesn't really make sense in this conversation. I was like, oh, when in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, well, uh, we'll stop talking and we'll let uh, we'll let our clients do the talking. So, hey, enjoy everybody. All right, Wallers, you you alluded to how this has changed the way you think about money and and finances, legacy, all that. So, why don't you expand on that? Yeah. Um, gosh. Well. <laughs> Wrestling with the scripture that says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And before knowing about IBC, that is a tough pill to swallow. Because we, I mean, we are entrepreneurs and we've, I've had businesses since I was like 10 years old or something. And Outside of the military, I never planned on working for someone else. I was in the, if you have a job, you're an idiot camp, <laughs> you know, like just it's super sad to even look back and say that. But um, being faced with that scripture and not really know how to wrap my mind around that and then connecting IBC, it just immediately clicks. And so it doesn't matter um, if I have a job or, you know, like you said, being two businesses, the business that you're in, whether that's your own business or a job, you know, I am content now <laughs> knowing that generational wealth is secured and I'm capitalizing no matter what, you know, if I, I can go work a nine to five and um, be totally happy as, and because that income is going to fund our family bank and that will be passed on. And, you know, the, the thought of if we outside of IBC, if I was working really hard and building something and anything happened to me, well, we're no longer homeschooling our kids. My wife is getting a job and everything that we don't want for our family you know, is therefore taking place. And it's just a huge relief that so much stress and worry is taken out of our lives just by putting a policy in force, not even using it yet, just by putting one in force, I sleep better at night. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, it's, I mean, IBC is just kind of like this puzzle piece like this chameleon puzzle piece that you can just kind of attach onto pretty much everything. You know, I mean, as entrepreneurs, it's like, you know, I had a job at one point that um, I had a, an IRA and I rolled it over and I had a Roth IRA and we were putting away some money into it. And we thought we were like, okay, we're like finally becoming adults. We are saving money for when we're old. So that way we're not a burden to our, at that point, we didn't have kids yet. I think I was just pregnant with our first child. And uh, we're like, okay, like we don't want to be a burden onto our children in our old age. Like, oh yeah, they're entrepreneurs, but they had no mind for the days when they weren't working anymore, you know? So. Or if they didn't want to do what we were into. That's the big one for me is it's like, 
we are multi-passionate people. Like we have pursued, I mean, we could fill probably 10 podcast episodes just talking about all the different things that we've done between the two of us and what we've done together. Um, and so I'd imagine that our kids are probably going to be similar personality types to us, right? And so giving them a tool that can attach to whatever their passion is, whatever their profession ends up being, if they want to start a business or they want to have a career and they want to capitalize, they're going to need cars, they're going to need homes, they're going to need you know, to pay for the things of life. And so it's just having that, um, you know, that's changed our way of thinking with that puzzle piece of like, when we first found out about like, kind of what IBC was. And I remember the first list of questions that we wrote down when we had our call with Dave for the first time. And it's like, look, I I found that page of our list of questions and I was just cracking up because we didn't know anything, you know, still babies, but we would like lay awake at night and we'd be like, okay, so if we, so wait, how do we attach this to this and this business? And so, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely has changed everything. I feel like that comes up into our sphere opportunities and stuff we're trying to figure out how to how to make it work in that system yeah when nelson talks about like imagination you know and why he named it the infinite banking concept that is our type of personalities you know it's only limited by your own imagination and you're in control which we we want to be in control. We have helped so many other people in their businesses and we weren't in control. We almost did this one strategy called like the fire plan. Oh. And it was essentially taking advantage of every government program that's out there. And and it you have to whiteboard and mind map and track oh, the spreadsheets. All, oh, the, the spreadsheets. spreadsheets. Yeah. I mean, like 20 just, pages of spreadsheets that this person oh, yeah. wanted you to keep filling but it's, out. It's all, they're like, we're prior government employees. Take advantage of this and this. And it's just so confusing, you know, instead of just engineer policy to do what it is that you want it to do and finance the things and, of life. And finance the things of life. Like go, just go, you don't have to log in all these other programs that you can't touch. And you know, if you're not getting taxed on the front end, you're getting taxed on the back end. And it's just like, what's the point? You know, and then it's essentially gambling because you're just crossing your fingers and hoping that people in power that control the market are going to be out for your best interests as a, you know, small family in Pinedale, Wyoming. <laughs> it's just, is so far out there. And so it just simplified everything and got us to slow down and think long range and stop jumping around all these different you know parts of how to make money and yada yada it's like no we're good we're just gonna capitalize and and wait that's awesome uh you guys said two things there that i really like one simple because this is not complex and simple um Man, people try to make it really complex. And, and frankly, some people who market this, you know, the noise that's out there, try to make it this, you know, incredibly complex system that if you do it, it solves every problem in the world. Right. Um, but, and then Rebecca, you're talking about, you can basically just add this to whatever you're already doing. Anything you're doing, you add this and you're not adding 
you know, a, a whole life policy to what you're doing. You're adding mm-hmm. the process of banking, right? Just like Nelson says, be involved in two businesses um, or 30 businesses like you guys are. Um, you know, and just add this one to it because somebody's performing the banking function in your life. Who is that? Who is that somebody? You or somebody else? The financial oh, chameleon. I like that. Sorry. Edit that out. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we heard anything. Paul, maybe Paul talked over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, well, I love these light bulb moments, Dave, that everybody has had where, you know, you can, you can't attach this to anything. You know, all roads, all roads lead back to, the infinite banking concept or your dividend paying whole life insurance series of policies. Um, like Nelson used to say, your money has to reside somewhere. What better place than here? Um, so I love, gosh, you guys, you guys have been phenomenal. Like this is the stuff that's coming out of your mouth. I'm just sitting here just in silence and totally intrigued. Cause I, I can remember thinking this in my, in my own mind over the last several years when I was a first a client of how I was like, this is, this is great. Oh my God. Uh, where's this been, you know, 20 years ago or, you know, 2013 when Dave should have told me about it, but he didn't know what he had either, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. no, phenomenal. Keep, yeah, keep it going. This is, this is great. Well, and you guys said, um, you're talking about, oh, the notes that you have from when you first started exploring this. Um, to compared to, you know, looking at those notes and be like, did we really ask that stupid question to ourselves? Like I, I've got the same notes in my original copy that's on the shelf right there in pencil. And I'm like, seriously, that's a question you asked, but it made me remember, man, that's the beginning of the journey, right? Cause you're learning so much here that, and the journey never ends. So, you know, 13 later, 13 years later, after doing my first three policies, I'm still learning and doing a lot of learning from clients. Because I, I face something new um, with 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 each person that comes in, man. It's a, a unique situation. Like Ryan, um, you know, you mentioned the challenges we had with with yours. Um, you know, you you mentioned diabetes. Now, how has that? So, which is why I think you probably came in with more of a mindset of like, I, I want some death benefit, right? And making sure that's there for my family, but how else can this work for me? So, what do you see this doing for you in the future? I mean, it sounds like you you, know, you want to participate in opportunities, and we always talk capital attracts opportunities. So, I want to know what you guys have found um, opportunity wise, or how has that changed the way you you see the world now? Well, from a, a diabetes standpoint, obviously, I is it a like a rating Z or what? Whatever the level. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> what is it? A? a, a, a yeah, it's a table. I'm a big it's an, it's an F. F. Um, yeah. And so my runway is a little bit slower, right? It's a little bit longer. And uh, but by the time I, I'm I'm taken off, it, really my hope, my big picture uh, mindset is to get some of these. I'll use policy loans to get some of these alternative investments going to help fund and create a retirement plan. And then once that gets off the ground and rolling, hopefully I can then use, I can buy my kids a car and then they can pay the loan back, just like what Nelson talks about in the book. And, you know, maybe put a down payment on their house for them or, or buy the whole thing back and do the whole mortgage uh, for my kids. If, 
if the policies ever get big enough to be able to do that. And then just expand that banking system to allow for some of these different flexible options. This is this isn't the first year. This is you know down you know decade or two down the road for sure, um, and maybe even more than that. Who knows? But this is all long term play. And gosh, I just I, I didn't have a framework prior to this to how to get to that point. And th- this has kind of opened my eyes a little bit to see. Okay, well now I have an endpoint, and I and this is how we can do this. And um, being able to recapture all that interest, yeah, as uh, uh, Nelson talks about, you know, in his day, it was thirty-seven cents on the dollar goes to interest. I think is this is the quote, and man, what you could do with that money coming back at you. And I guess more recently, the way I look at it, the more I realize what it is, you're putting money to your your life insurance policy, and then you're just leveraging the policy. So if you take out a policy loan. Uh, to for an investment, and then you end up just paying the interest on that, and then after X amount of years, you, the policy comes back. Well, if the if the syndication company is promising you, I don't know, ten, twenty, whatever percent, really you're leveraging that up. Uh, it's just an arbitrage play, and you may be making more like sixty or seventy percent on that in the back end, um, if you look at it from that regard, and so you can. That leverage is really, really important to have. And if it goes south, well, that's okay. It comes out of your death benefit, and your death benefit's not quite as big. Or you, you know, you get a windfall down the road, and then it uh, you can pay it back at that point. So again, to your point, that money's never really gone from the policy, which is so important. Um, and that's that's been cool to to play with that. And I, I'm a spreadsheet dork, and I, I love to kind of look at some of that and see. How all that could potentially play out. I just hope that some of this comes uh, comes truth. But uh, even if a half of it comes truth, I'm still way better now than I was six months ago before I met you guys, and I'm just so appreciative of that. Yeah, it, you know, it, it IBC takes all kinds, right? Some people are big on spreadsheets. Some people just want the the Cliff yeah. Notes version, and hey, don't right. bore me with the details. Um, so yeah, it's it it takes all kinds, and it can work for any type of person. The way I see it, but I love what you mentioned about putting your money to work in two places at once, right? And even if that investment fails, that you have your money in a syndication or something, oh man, that sucks. Um, but guess what? Your original capital never left your policy. It's still cranking away, earning uninterrupted compound growth, and yeah. Uh, it may take you a while to pay that back if that's the case, but you know, is that a better situation than had you not first put your money there and you just took money from your checking account or your pocket and gave it to a syndicator? Now it's gone forever, and the ability to earn interest on that money right. is gone forever. Well, that's great. Uh, that's a perfect example of capturing it here first and letting it build in two places at once. And and um, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. If you if you invest in in that kind of stuff for long enough, it's probably bound to happen, or at least maybe you know take a partial hit. Um, but yeah, it's a this is a nice safety net. Yep, I'd say. I think it's going to be interesting to see as we all get older together, folks. You know what your appetite is for certain opportunities, and maybe we'll have you on. You know, ten years from now, when you've got you know whatever X more cash value than you have now, and your policies are 
are fairly efficient on, you know, you know, and you're 10 years older as well, closer to passive income time, whatever, to see what your appetite is for, hey, would you have done the same thing in 2033 that you did in 2023? Have the opportunities changed? Have they got more conservative? Do you have to do anything at that point, maybe, you know, or, or maybe it's 20 years from now? Um, I know as I, as I age, Dave, and we've talked about this a little bit just between us, uh, that I, I'm getting more picky as mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm in about to hit 44 and what, what day is it in a week, week from today, uh, I'm getting more picky on where I deploy capital. And it's because I'm going to, I want to focus what I'm good at. You're, you're a doctor, you're a lineman, you guys are. You're you're my second bug out like apocalypse <laughs> location. In Wyoming, yeah, I'll go out there and eat prairie dogs or whatever. Um, <laughs> they're so silly, uh, but you know. Anyway, because at some point your policy, every dollar in premium, right, is going to produce a dollar and a half or two dollars or three dollars of cash value, right? That's phenomenal. So imagine you're paying ten thousand of premium and. 30,000 gets spit out the other end a few weeks later. I mean, that's, that's something else. Yeah. Um, so just something to, something to think about and ponder as, as the years go by here. And it's definitely, I don't think it's even a reflection of your age. I know you're getting pretty old, Paul, but uh, just the fact that you're getting, you're getting, you want to take less risk with your capital because yes. you've realized you don't have to take high risk to get a reward. Right. And looking at the rate of, you know, the, the return on the, the ROR or, you know, the ROI, the rate of return, ROR, IRR, it's not the number one factor you should be looking at anyway. It's, you know, is my money safe? Is it coming back to me? Yeah. I, I tell people all the time that are kind of new to our processes. I, I don't look at, I don't look at the policy loan rate generally that fluctuates between five and 5.7 or six, or I don't do spreadsheets like Ryan there because probably because I don't know how. Um, <laughs> he, you're an army officer. You know how to do PowerPoints. Like a yeah, ninja. I do PowerPoint. But um, not I don't even do that very well. I used to just make captains do that for me. Because, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> the the whole point is, you know, you. The bottom line is, this is a business that's guaranteed to succeed. All you have to do is meet your simple obligation of paying your premium. Right? It is guaranteed to succeed. Yeah, yeah. So, Wes, I'm interested. What kind of opportunities have you? Um, come across if you come across any, or has it changed the way you're out there looking for opportunities? Uh, it's it's done both. To be honest with you, uh, I realized that this was the line in the sand for me and my family, where we could step out of that um, trajectory that we were on. I don't want to say poor, but um, not well capitalized, extremely over leveraged debt, and and. Honestly, we're still working on some of that, um, but now we have a plan, right? We have a hope that's guaranteed, and this is able to be income replacement for my bride, and that was a big deal to me. How can I help her get to the passive income years faster? Well, now I have a plan in place, and like Ryan said, even if I'm half right or half wrong, however you look, I'm still going to be able to do that in a really quickly time frame for her that she can hang out with the kids and grandkids. Um, that was probably my number one want and need for this when I started. But now that I realize that that is for sure going to happen and then beyond, um, it's opened my mind and thinking on 
what else I can do with this. Now that dollar can have two, three, four jobs, depending on where you set it and where you put it. And cash flow is a is a total different ball game in our life now, just within a year. Um, so that's been huge to just have that worry melt away. Like Dave and Rebecca said, it, it, it's it's such a blessing um, when your wife trusts you enough to handle these things, and then your kids finally say, "Okay, maybe Dad's not so crazy. This is kind of working out," you know. And uh, it's been <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love the conversations you've had. By the way, you should have some books showing up to your place pretty soon. I sent over um, those uh, you know, infinite banking for real estate investor books. I, I appreciate that because I gave the other ones away this morning at church. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The only ones. okay. Easy to do. <laughs> yeah, so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you keep one for yourself. Keep a copy for yourself of every book you get. Uh, or what I did, I actually had a stamp created and I stamped my name, my email, and my phone nice. number on every book. So in case yeah. I do loan it out, they at least they know who they got that book from. Um, but yeah, I like to keep my originals. Um, awesome, man. Now, Wallers, you guys mentioned, I like how David, you mentioned, hey, we're fine mm -hmm. just capitalizing yeah. right now. So we talk about opportunities and you can seize opportunities when you have capital, but does that mean you have to, right? And and how does that, what's your decision matrix when it comes to opportunities now? Because it sounds like you guys got, you're going in a lot of different directions, right? So you could put more emphasis on one area of your homestead or one of your businesses than the other. How do you guys analyze opportunities any differently now and you know decide on which direction to go? Um, well, I think for the most part, it just, kind of projected our vision for whatever opportunity is way out there because we've done so many things and a lot of them, you know, being like, Oh, we're passionate about this. So let's create a business out of it. And then when you have multiple things going on like that, well, then they be all, they all become not a passion anymore. They just become work. And if it's a decision of like, do I spend time with my kids or do I go and do this thing and say, sorry, I have to be in, I have to go do chores on the property or I have to go, you know, butcher and package meat in the garage. And I'm like right there and I could be spending time with them, but how it's changed the way we think about opportunities is could we just do this and do it as a family could we, would our kids enjoy this doing it as well? And would we get tired of ever doing this? Would we do this the rest of our lives? Um, those kind of questions keep popping up instead of like, hey, is this a means to an end? You know, do we just want to do this because the potential money looks good on the other side, but doing it day in and day out, we would hate it. You know, it's not so much about that anymore. It's more about how do we want to structure our lives where it's all the, it's just activities, you know, what do, what do we want to be a part of that's fun, you know, for the whole family and we would do it regardless if it made us money or not, you know. And one thing that we've been talking about a lot more recently in light of some new developments and opportunities that we're going to be taking advantage of, it's, we've sort of realized about ourselves that 
we love being entrepreneurs, right? Like we love starting businesses and we love being a part of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we've learned about ourselves is what we really love, what we really, really love is just being involved. And mm-hmm. we're just as excited to be helping somebody else with their passion project and their business than we are like it maybe even more so, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. we have such a interesting, diverse background between the two of us. And we've, we've, been a lot of places and we've done a lot of things, um, you know, for how old we are. And so we've kind of moved into this new space of thinking where we're like, Hey, you know what, let's, let's actually just focus on, you know, whatever it takes to capitalize and put money into our policy. And the, the beauty of like policy loans is it takes a couple of days. Right. And so it's like, you need to think about it. Is this worth taking money out of my bank. Is this, yeah, yeah, no, no, like, oh, let me just real quick, like throw this in there. Um, I take a loan from a, a, an actual bank to do this. And if the answer is no, it's like, well, right. So we've kind of just, we've shifted, um, even just more so recently into, okay, maybe we're not focused so much on what our passions and um, and such are, you know, going into our business, but maybe we're taking a step back from actually building our businesses and we are um, focusing more on an investor standpoint of investing in projects that we really care about um, in, in communities that we care about. And in order to do that, we need to kind of just bury our heads in the sand for a little while and put the blinders on and just focus on capitalizing and smashing any remaining debt that we have um so that's that's yeah. i feel like been a really big development for us yeah scaling scaling back all the things that are pulling us in all these different directions because what we're really passionate about is helping other people <laughs> so <and laughs> which has gotten us into trouble as well but that's other yeah. stories <laughs> but um some yeah. some projects that you know we all know that we have going on is like wow we could really just um be investors and participate in different platforms that we're co-owners of and it wouldn't just help our family it would help every family involved you know that's that's a multiplication Mm -hmm. factor that um i've never you can't even sit there and think up on your own that's awesome Uh, what i got from you guys right there is you started controlling your own capital and that led to really controlling your own mm-hmm. your life even more so. And that's what I found on my own journey is when I started controlling my own capital, that started to bleed over into other areas of my life. Well, maybe I can control right. this area of my life. You know, we can't control everything, right? In fact, there's very little we can control. But what you have the ability to control, you start recognizing, hey, I do have the ability to, to make these certain decisions and control this, at least to some degree, Right, we're not the ultimate controllers of of anything, really, but um, but it does bleed over. But it started for me financially with my capital, um, and I love that message because everybody so often, even Paul and I talk about opportunities. You know, capital attracts opportunities. You can get your money working in two places at once. You can do this and that, and both and not either or. But you guys are saying let's focus on mm-hmm. capitalizing. The opportunities will come. Right now. Let's capitalize. Right. I love that. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, hey, what, 
why don't we wrap this thing up? Uh, this has been two episodes. So I appreciate you guys hanging in there for this whole time. Um, you know, just to, just to kind of wrap it up, why don't you guys just any, any parting words, any recommendations for anybody who might be kind of on the fence or, uh, just getting started in their journey, um, that, that you may want to share, or I don't know, Paul, you got anything else, uh, you want to hear from everybody? We could, we could talk for yeah, hours, but uh, I want to respect your guys. You know, other than your day, other than like comments about your hair, um, positive comments about my hair. Yeah. You know what you're saying? So, okay. so nice. Got a good <laughs> so, so what Paul is trying to, what Paul's trying to say is we're on YouTube also. So you can catch yeah. us there on that platform. And, That's right. And watch. Well, I can't talk. see the, can't see the hair through the, through uh, Apple podcasts right. or Spotify or, whatever so that's right <laughs> but no just to just to echo uh what i said earlier what a phenomenal this is going to be a phenomenal two episodes and i think everything that you guys said today um is going to resonate with people that are either just listeners we, we've had a recent referral dave and i uh from europe where a non-client listener referred somebody who's going to become a become a client which is funny to that's me funny. but yeah um so I think what you guys have said is going to resonate with just with everybody um, from all walks of life, from all income levels, um, you know, could tell you guys are, are well read in the concept and that's, that's phenomenal. And that's why we stress so much, read the book, listen to the podcast, read the book four times, if that's what it takes. There's, you can't read it enough. You've heard me say that. Um, I still read it. I'll take it to Europe on my vacation with me. It'll be in my backpack. Um, so yeah, but anyway, go ahead guys. I'll open up the mic for you guys and just any parting shots or comments or, you know, call the action. Just where we say, uh, you don't control your capital. Somebody else will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to say that? Nailed it. I just appreciate you guys. And, uh, you've opened up, obviously the three of us on the call with you, you've opened up our eyes to a whole new way to look at the world really. And, uh, the possibilities are infinite. And uh, I'm excited to see what the other two folks on the call do and what you guys do in, in 10 years with, with the policies and with life. It's, ex- it's exciting for all of us. Awesome. Right. Yeah, it's, it's awesome to be going through this journey with a like-minded group like this. It, it's, it's really humbling and uh, I don't know, it's just a heartfelt, warm feeling knowing that people do care. And if anybody's out there thinking about this or not sure, my advice is reach out, have a conversation. You know, get it going. Um, if you're unsure, that's okay. We were all unsure as well. Um, but I guarantee you, if you see behind that curtain, you can't unsee that, and it'll change your lives forever. Oh, well put. Thank you. Yeah, and one of the biggest one of the biggest things Ballers. I would say is all the noise out there. Um, you just gotta find a way to shut it out like the Dave Ramsey's of the world and the, uh, um, the IUL guys out there and term and investing and yada, yada. It's just don't give up control. Don't assume risk when you don't have to, you know? So if, if other guys are talking about essentially gambling and playing in the market and all this other stuff, it's like, just don't even pay attention, be your own bank and not be affected by, you know, anything external going on. 
Yeah, I think on that note of shutting out the Love noise it. too, it's it's when you get involved in and really anything um seems that friends and family never seem to understand or get on board. Mm-hmm. Or even if they do have questions, they're not willing to read a book or to listen to a podcast episode, just a single one, right? You're like, hey, brother, sister you know, father, mom, cousins, whoever. Right. Um, so like going into something like this, it's like just kind of understanding that you're doing it for you and for your family and for your future and being okay with that other people might not understand. And it's one of those kind of like caught, not taught things where it's like, yeah, you might have to read the book four times, but you have to be willing to read the book four times, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's okay if other people don't get it. It's okay. If you need to look over the information and I know David's probably consumed at this point, like in the hundreds of podcast episodes, um, you know, Dave and Paul's and, and of other guys and stuff. Um, so go through the info and, you know, yeah, like reach out and stuff, but it's one of those things where every day we get older and, these policies that we're talking about um, are really the sooner you can get in and just get something started, get an application started. It's, it's going to be better than waiting a year, two years, five years. So mm-hmm. your life could change and you just don't know how. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. This has been amazing. We got to do this more. Paul, we got to bring in more people and have these conversations. Maybe like a year from now, we'll have the three, the four of you back on and and do this again and see what's yep. happened in the last awesome. year. You know, that'd be really exciting to do. <laughs> this is your group now. We're in this together. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's do this together. Um, I'll start it. You guys finish it and we'll sign off here. So until next time, or control your capital. Else will. <laughs> All right. Good enough. we'll see y'all hey thanks for listening everybody if you'd like to have a conversation with us to see how you can become your own banker or if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle on a future episode please send us an email to david and paul at the ibcguys.com and subscribe and leave us a review if you're on apple follow and leave us a five-star review if you're on spotify and please share this with your friends we'll see you next week